Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thank you for tuning in today. You guys have found me. I'm back at my little corner of the internet. Today is Thursday, November 4th. And today I'm privileged to have my friend, uh, the producer and director of the new movie, Schoolhouse Rocked, on the show with me today. Garrett Hampton is here. And we're going to talk about the importance of fathers in the culture today. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. My name is Heidi St. John, and after serving Washington families for the past 17 years, I am running for Congress to put a proven conservative voice in the House of Representatives to represent the people of Washington State's 3rd Congressional District. If you've had enough of liberals who disguise themselves as conservatives, I need your help. Together, we can tell both the rhinos and opportunistic out-of-state candidates we want our voice back. To join me in my fight for Congress, please visit HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. So thank you guys for uh, tuning in today. As you know, lots of information now coming down from these local elections that have just taken place. I'm going to come back tomorrow and uh, we're going to wrap up the week talking about these elections and the results of the elections and where we go from here. Uh, It's never been more important than it is right now for you guys to get involved. You know that this is why I entered the race for the House of Representatives in Southwest Washington State. And uh, if you've never been involved, if you're if you are just sitting there going, you know, well, whoa, look at that. Uh, if you find somebody who's running for, for any office, they need your help. We need to start putting our money where our mouth is, start supporting these people. It costs a lot of money to run for office. We're not going to take this country back until we all start doing it together. So I need your help. Please uh, join my fight for the United States and to return this country to a constitutional republic by visiting me at HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. Also want to let you guys know that I will be at Calvary Chapel uh, in Thousand Oaks, California, at God Speak Calvary Chapel, speaking on behalf of my friend, uh, Pastor Rob McCoy, for the Women's Christmas Tea there. And you can find tickets for that right now up at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Later on in the month of December, I'll be speaking for their Christmas tea and at Calvary Chapel Chattanooga, some of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Pastor Frank uh, Ramsier and his wife, Sean, they're going to have a wonderful event and I'm privileged to be speaking there as well. So check that out, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. All right, you guys, uh, yesterday I talked to Garrett Hampton, who is the executive producer and director for the brand new movie that's coming out on November the 12th, Schoolhouse Rocked. And I'm honored to have him here today. We're going to talk a little bit about the movie, but really... I invited him back because I want to talk about the role of fathers in the culture, and uh, he is equipped and ready to talk about this topic. You guys are going to be blessed. Hey, my friend Garrett, welcome back to the show. Oh, it's so good to be back. Thank you, Heidi. And can I just say, I I want to say what a blessing you are to our family, but also how thankful I am for your ministry. My wife has been so impacted by Heidi St. John and Mom Strong, and, and I just want to thank you. Well, thank you. I, you know what? I didn't even have to pay you for that. That was really, <laughs> that was real sweet. Thank you for that. Well, it's it really has been a joy for me to get to know you guys these last several years and to see you walking this thing out that God has asked you to do. Uh, and and really, I mean, Garrett, as the leader of your home, I can only imagine. I know you and Jay, my husband, had the similar conversations when you guys were in our home for a few weeks filming. Uh, Schoolhouse rocked mm-hmm. here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Uh, this idea that you would take your family like Jay did, you know, and crisscross the country talking to people about the importance of education. And while you're doing that, you're highlighting something else. I think that we need to be really having 
hard conversations about right now, and that is the importance of fathers engaging with their families. And um, I'm curious, you know, as, as you, you know, you guys make this huge uh, decision to sell your house, sell everything you have, lay it all on the line, travel around the country, really interviewing people. And I would imagine that your role as a leader in your home, there had to have been times when you're just like, I hope I heard, I heard from the Lord. Right. I mean, you know, Jay would say like, what did we get ourselves into? But at the end of the day, Garrett, I mean, the Bible is pretty clear. God's going to hold you responsible primarily for the direction of your family. And the church has largely forgotten this. So let's talk about that for a little bit. First, let's start with the decision that you and Yvette made together, because I know you guys are like Jay and I, that you're a team and she understands like I do that God has given you the authority and the responsibility really to be a leader in your home. What is that? What did that look like at the beginning of this journey? Well, I praise God that first of all, before we took this journey, we already had a foundation where um, we were really pursuing a biblical home. Uh, Not that we were doing it perfectly, but our girls understood that we did Bible as a family and worshiped as a family and went to church as a family. And uh, we had a marriage, Yvette and I, where we were very much partners. And and, uh, we have a relationship that's based on trust, but one that also is based on the idea that our marriage and our family exists specifically to glorify God. And so going into this, um, I think it was easier than it would have been for many people in that we already understood that we could trust God and that we could um, work together to serve him. But it was a huge jump to go out there and do it together. Um, the One of the things that made it probably easier than it would have been was that God led my wife's heart months before he led mine to, to go out of the house. Mm. Um, we were actually sitting in church one day and she slid a note over to me and she said, I, I think we should sell our house and get an RV and travel the country. She said, in and a I note looked at in her church? Like she was, literally slid it across <laughs> and I looked at it in church and I thought, are you crazy? That is the craziest thing. So, well, can, you know, I looked job, at her across in church. What's that? You had a good job. I had a good job. I knew that we needed to get out of California. Hmm. Um, and we had been being called out by God for probably 10 years before we left, but I did have a good job and I didn't really have the opportunity and didn't know where God was calling us to. So when Yvette did this, I looked at her and I was like, that's a little nuts. (laughs) Well, when we got home, we talked about it and we said, this is the most impractical thing we could imagine. How do we pay for our lives? What do we do for work? Where are we going? And she said, I I don't know. I just, you know, this is my feeling. And and it got sidelined for months after that. Well, Months later, we were in a little different place with work, and I knew that the work I was doing was coming to an end. It was wrapping up, mm. and we didn't know where we were going. And I, I looked at Yvette one day, and I said, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I feel like God is calling us to sell our stuff, buy an RV, and travel the country, and make a movie on homeschooling. And she said, okay, let's do it. Wow. And I just praise God because he had moved her heart already. Mm-hmm. But as we went out, um, you know, we're talking about the leadership of dads. One of the things we had to keep in mind was that it wasn't just Yvette and me. It was also our daughters going out with us on this mission. And they would be called to, to give things up and to make really hard sacrifices. 
And it provided a beautiful opportunity to minister to their hearts while we were on the road. Mm. And you, I mean, it's, it's an unusual thing, right? What you guys did was unusual. What what God called my husband and I to do is unusual. But what, uh, what I see him doing over and over again is working in families. God works in families. God is the, the author of the family. He's established the family. He said, I made you male and female in my image. He is the author of marriage. So no matter if the culture mm. redefines it or not, you know, someone I was at a campaign stop the other day and someone asked me, you know, what did I think about, you know, gay marriage? And I thought I just my answer was simple. Like, I don't know when the government decided to get into the marriage business because the marriage business has always been an ecclesiastical issue. This is the issue, an issue for the church. And so it's fascinating to me to see God moving the hearts of fathers back to their families, to wanting to spend time with their children and nurture their marriages. Because for the last, you know, 40 years, at least in this country, I mean, I grew up in the seventies and who was always the dits in the sitcoms. It was always the father. The father's the dummy in the home. The father's the one who can't get anything right. The father's the one who's the butt of all the jokes. Um, And it has really done a terrible disservice because it's dishonored the role of a husband and a father inside the home. And as you are modeling this now for your for your, obviously your family first, but also for people who are going to be watching the movie, they're going to be watching Schoolhouse Rock. Mm -hmm. What do you say as a a father today about the importance and how do we get back to honoring God's design for family? And and I'm asking you specifically because I've watched you with Yvette and I, I love the partnership that God has given you because the misunderstanding, particularly in the homeschool movement, and you and I have both seen it go sideways, right? We watched it go sideways mm-hmm. where the the father, the the structure that God created, this beautiful structure, which really is a laying down of a husband's life for his family. It really is. I mean, mm-hmm. you said, husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. Well, how did he love the church? He laid his life down for her. We did see the homeschool movement for many years get into this like authoritarian mode where the the dad is the king of his castle. And, 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 it, and it, it really left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Uh, Garrett, what is the role? I mean, what is the role of a, why is it so important for fathers and husbands to embrace the role that God has given? First of all, what is the role? It's a a big, long question. God lays it out in scripture. And if we can do that, what's it going to look like going forward? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, it is a big, long question, but I'm going to break it down pretty simply. Um, First of all, the role of dad is to be the spiritual leader, the pastor, the priest of the home. And And one of the most um, practical ways you can do that is just be in the word, first of all, on your own and be growing in your faith. And second of all, with your families. Um, I know that as we're talking to moms and dads out there, not everyone is at the same place in their spiritual journey, right? We're talking to some baby Christians and some real experienced Christians, but the same principle applies whether you're brand new in Christ or whether you're, you know, an 80-year-old person who's served him well his whole life, mm-hmm. every single day we have to be in his word, we have to be in prayer, we have to be hearing from him, and we have to be in fellowship with other people. And so for for the dads who are just starting out, I would say this. If you can read, you can lead your family spiritually. Sit down, read God's word, and let it do all the work because God's word is powerful and it's moving and it's living. And, and uh, you can trust God to lead your family through his word. Um, 
The other thing though, is we talked about this, you know, whole patriarchal, uh, kind of crushing, um, thing that the homeschool movement went through really specifically, but some of the church did as well. Mm -hmm. And the thing I would tell you is that we're to lead our wives like Christ led the church. Christ never beat the church up. In fact, if you look at the allusions to the bride of Christ being the church, right? We understand that Christ loves the church, that there's this longing for the marriage supper of the lamb. We're to be tender with our wives that we lead only means that really we're responsible and it's it's kind of our um, our reputation on the line before the Lord, but it doesn't mean that we're to lord it over our wives. It, it's it, We're to live in understanding with them and really be in partnership with them. When you look at the word help me, right, you understand that God didn't give you your wife to be your slave. He gave you your wife to be your partner. And I praise God for that. Um, and I praise God that I have a great partner in Yvette. Mm. And it's a beautiful illustration. I was telling Yvette, you know, uh, I just did a a little bit of Schoolhouse Rocked with Yvette, as you are well aware. Mm-hmm. And we were talking a little bit about this. And I said, you know, Jay has always seen his role in our family. And it's one of the reasons I, I love and respect him so much. He's sort of the 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 chief officer in charge of development right? So he's in charge of the development of the members of our family. So he's concerned with how I'm growing, you know, as a person and making sure that um, he is providing opportunities and supporting me in that way. And he's supporting our children, you know, and giving them opportunities to learn and sitting down and teaching them guitar or whatever it is, developing them spiritually by being the spiritual leader in a home. And and that doesn't mean, I think a lot of times dads get overwhelmed. I love what you said. And in fact, I'm going to title this podcast because I'm going to quote you. Uh, dads, if you can read, you can lead. It it doesn't mean that you have to sit down and, you know, say, I, you know, and employ, you know, years worth of Bible college that you wish you'd had and try to, you know, give this beautiful exegetical uh, monologue out of the book of Romans. That's not what it means. It's just saying, hey, guys, we're going to it's it's leading by example. We're going to be in the Bible today. We're going to read mm-hmm. the Psalms today and leading your family. And I think if dads understood that, um, it would take some of the stigma and the fear out of this quote, the spiritual being the spiritual leader in their home. What do you think? Yeah. And, and the, the other thing is that we get to trust the Holy spirit who lives in us mm. to do that work for us. So even more, the weight comes off our shoulders to be a brilliant leader. Um, I, I'm going to tell you a great story about this. I, I have been leading my family in Bible time for years and I almost never feel worthy or able to do it well, right? But we just do it as a family and we allow God to work. Well, we've been reading through the New Testament. And at the end of last year, we got to Revelation. And I told my family, I said, girls, honestly, this book's really hard. And I quite honestly don't know how good of a job I'm going to do teaching you guys. But we're going to read through it and we're going to trust God to teach us what he will, right? And I think anybody who knows Revelation knows this is one of the most intimidating books no kidding. to try and teach through. Yeah. And so what we did was we opened it up and read it as a family. And I was blown away literally every day as we watched the Holy Spirit teach us through that book. And it happened to be at a time where it was lining up very very closely with what we were seeing in culture. And so there were all of these day-to-day applications. But 
But the beauty was that I was never the one who was going to be doing the teaching. It was always a responsibility of the one who wrote that word through John on Patmos, who was the Holy Spirit. So yeah, you know, it can seem really intimidating, guys, but take that step of obedience and trust the Lord to do this work. What does it look like, uh, Garrick? Well, I can I can literally hear the chains coming off you know, mm. of dads who are listening to this, saying, "You know what? You don't you don't you don't need a degree from Bible college to lead your family well. You got the Holy Spirit, who's the best teacher that you could mm. ever want, and you're simplifying it." And when you think about homeschooling, here's the next question, because there's a lot of dads listening to this right now and they've, they've just, their wives, you know, they've decided, okay, we're going to do the scary thing. We're going to jump into homeschooling. What in the world, you know, and you feel like you just, you jump off and you feel like you're having this just, it's a big giant free fall. And a lot mm-hmm. of dads will come up to Jay, and I'm sure this happens to you too, at conferences and they'll say, I, I don't know how to help my wife. You know, I've, I've got a job or, you know, I'm out, I work outside the home or whatever. How can a dad encourage and support his wife who has taken this gigantic responsibility called homeschooling? How can he support her? How have you been supporting uh, your wife throughout this journey? Yeah, this is something that's so important and the most real way dads can support. It doesn't matter if you're busy and you work six days a week, 12 hours a day. The very most important thing you can do is be enthusiastic about the process. Mm. Even if you're not able to teach, come behind your wife and just say, babe, you are doing such a good job and I'm so proud of you and I thank you for pouring into our kids. Mm. Because what your wives are doing day to day is a huge investment in eternity. It is literally building the souls of your children. And so at the very least, dads, Get behind that and say, praise God for the work your wife is doing and literally praise her in front of your children. That little thing goes so far, but there are other things you can do as well. The first is this. It's really easy to look at homeschooling as a giant uh, cost center and get frustrated when you're laying out money because we don't get all the public school handouts. Um, When your wife needs things, Just say, cool, dude, do what you got to do. Go to a homeschool conference with her, walk through the aisles and just watch as she makes decisions and support her in that. And that will go such a long way. Now for the dads who aren't totally stretched beyond the limit and who can invest a little bit, I will tell you the number one thing you need to be teaching your kids, if you can, is Bible and show them, model them how to walk as Christians and make that a part of every day's education. Now, whether or not you're busy, guys, Bible time is a necessity. Do it every day. But if you can do that during the school day, it teaches your kids something else. It teaches them that everything they learn needs to be uh, uh, wrapped around a biblical worldview. Mm, And that's the most, that is the most important thing. And I, and I've been, you know, as you know, raising seven children for 30 years. And I can tell you now, having five of them out of our home and are grown and graduated from our homeschool, I care very little. We don't, we net, we don't really ever sit around and talk about the math lessons or the spelling lessons, or even the social studies. What we talk about is what's happening in the culture right now. And in order for our kids to navigate what's happening around them, they need to have a foundation 
uh, that has taught them. And that's what you're saying, right? To filter everything that's happening around them through the grid of scripture. So no matter what we see happening, you know what? We're waking up every morning going, well, what chapter of Revelation are we in today, kids? You know, it's like there is crazy stuff happening in the world right now. And God gave us his word, not so that we'd be scared, but so that we'd be prepared. And so as, as fathers and mothers, you know, as we're teaching our children the word of God, what we're really doing is we're preparing them. We're equipping them. Yes. We're saying, hey, no matter what happens, the Bible says, don't be afraid. The Bible, we know how this thing plays out. We read it to the end. We know exactly uh, how this thing is going to end. And we know that if we walk with the Lord, uh, he is going to, he is going to give us everything we need for the moment that we're in. And I think that's the most important thing. And you have modeled that so well, uh, Garrett. And I so appreciate you being here today. Before we leave really quickly, I want to give audiences a chance to uh, find out about Schoolhouse Rock. So tell us a little bit about the movie and where we can go see it. Yeah. Well, Schoolhouse Rock is a testament to God's goodness and to his strength in my weakness. But it is, I can say because it's so much of him that it is a great movie and we're excited to get it out. It's a movie that calls parents to account and says, parents, if you have kids, their hearts and their minds are your responsibility. Mm. And we truly believe that God is going to do a miraculous work through this movie in calling so many uh, kids home from school. So if you're curious about homeschooling, this is a great place to start. But if you're already homeschooling and you have friends and family who are like, what are you doing? This is a great tool to to show them and say, this is what homeschooling looks like. Schoolhouse Rocked, it comes out November 12th, and you can find out all about it at schoolhouserocked.com. Awesome. I can't wait. And uh, that, you know what? I was privileged to have just a small part of that movie. And so I'm just grateful for the opportunity to have played a role in it. And I cannot wait to see what God does. Garrett Hampton, my friend, God bless you guys and Yvette and all of the things that God has you do going forward. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Heidi. For more information on Schoolhouse Rock, you guys can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Scroll down to the show notes and I will link back to all things Schoolhouse Rock. I want to encourage you guys, grab your friends, grab your neighbor, grab your grandparents who have wondered what in the world you'd even homeschool for and uh, get tickets to this movie at SchoolhouseRock.com. You guys will not be disappointed. I think God's going to use it in a big way. Thanks for listening to everybody. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.